Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. I'll be thinking. Welcome to Thinker Girl, the podcast. You are joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer. Hello. Welcome. Come Hello. one. Come one, Hi. come all. Um, Hola. Let's, Hola. Let's, let's, intru- ha- let's introduce ourselves. Hi. Hi. I'm Christy Mercer. <laughs> and I'm Stacey June. I'm Stacey June. I'm Christy. I've, I've, <laughs> I was going to go and say, I've got a bad back. <laughs> I've got a spinal condition, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show. If you are you gonna give you can stab back at me. Go on. No, I'm not gonna stoop to you, Go level, on, mate. Make I'm actually I'm not gonna stoop. Damn no. it. <laughs> can you please? Nah, I'm all about Buddhism. I don't I don't bite back. <laughs> Anybody who knows Stacey will know that was a dig because you're like <laughs> into Buddhist teachings and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to our show. Uh, we are two radio chicks talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying. With all different hot seat hotties that join us, if you do want to check us out uh, to any other episodes of all different guests, Celebrity Hot Seat Hotties, you can find us on iTunes by subscribing there or podcast.thinkergirl.com.au. Uh, now, we're excited because this was a bit of a random discovery, I suppose, and it all started with a candle. Yeah, you might have seen this picture floating around on Instagram. Bloody Madonna posted it on her page. If you, my love for you is like a candle. If you, what is it? If you forget me, I'll burn your fucking house down. Yeah, and I yeah. was like, wow. Yeah. I, we you posted, posted it, it on our page, then yeah. a few people reposted it from ours, and it went ridiculous. She uh, runs a, a site called damselfly.com.au. That's D-A-M-S-E-L-F-L-Y. She's the director and the designer of this particular label. Uh, they don't just do candles. They do all kinds of jewellery, clothing, the works, uh, and it is definitely something worth checking out. And we wanted to have her on the show, Christiana. Christiana Heidman is joining us. We're going to give her a buzz. Yeah. Have you? Oh, actually, I was going to say, do you have a number? No, I'd be doing that. I've got the button. Hello. Hello, Christiana. How you going? I'm good. How you going? Hello. We're good. It's the Thinker Hi. Girls. Hi, Thinker Girls. (laughs) (laughs) We're so excited you could join us on our show this week. Where do we find you? What are you doing? Um, I'm in my office uh, in Melbourne, working or um, actually not working now, talking to you guys. um, (laughs) Working, pretending to work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'm always kind of working though. Do uh, Do you have a home office? Um, I do. Well, part of, I do have a home office that I work from most of the time because I like okay. to kind of lock myself away from people and um, yeah, try and you know get into the design side of things, which is easier when there's not people around. So yeah, yeah I'm here most of the time, or some yeah, of the time, good. or when that's, I can. Yeah, it's amazing. Now, listen, if you haven't listened to the show before, um, we are two radio chicks who are talking thoughts you're thinking but not saying on this show. And if you haven't joined us before, hello. 
Aloha. Welcome. Um, we are excited to join you and you can listen to many of our other episodes with awesome chicks uh, by subscribing on iTunes, finding us at podcast.thinkagirl.com.au or you can uh, head to, um, where else? Facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls. Or Instagram or Twitter or all the places you go. <laughs> Everywhere. Just wherever. Now, uh, Christiana, if you don't know how the show works, um, we basically bring a gem to the table. We talk and chew the fat about it for 10 minutes. You may hear a little sound by the name of Philip the Duck, who will basically rein us in and tell us it's time to shut the fuck up. That's pretty much it. Sounds cute. He's not. He's actually quite rude the way that he just interrupts. Yeah. And also a a tad aggressive. But, you know, you'd like to keep it real. I just was visualising this cute little duck in overalls. Like, that's what I was thinking oh, when you said overalls. We've never, we've yeah, never overalls. heard the overalls red, before. Red overalls. Oh, yeah, yeah. A few people have also said <laughs> that they imagine him, uh, to imagine him to have a cigar as yeah. well. So I reckon the overalls and the cigar could work. No, I saw a briefcase. The briefcase and overall. <laughs> anyway, I think I said spoke me on that. We one. digress. We digress. <laughs> he means business. Okay, yeah. so let's yeah. each bring a bit of a content to the table. What we're going to talk about? What's on our minds this week, young mate? You want to hit it off? Uh, I want to talk about adult acne. Um, my skin is the worst. Not just it's been in years, but it has ever been. As somebody mm-hmm. in their mid twenties, and I just don't know what to do. So anyway, I want to talk about that because it's been making me feel shitty. Yeah, and we can also bring up some of the conversation that we've had on our Facebook page, mm. facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls, because yep. all of you guys have uh, weighed in as well uh, throughout this week. So we'll make sure that we put some of the suggestions forward, which would be a first, wouldn't it? That's a bit fancy. Cool, I know. Social in- integration. S- social integration. Um, Christiana, what <laughs> is on your mind? Um, I was thinking about talking about public speaking and my issues with that and other issues people might have with that sort of situation. I have a potential wedding. I mean, well, not potential. It is happening. <laughs> I mean, it, well, it, hopefully it does. <laughs> anyway, so, and we're, um, just as, like, we were, I've recently been chatting about the speech at the wedding and um, I don't want to do it. And I think I'll sort of probably ruin the whole wedding if I do. And we're sort of going back and forth about that. So, um, yeah. that I might think be a good. lot of a lot of people can relate to that, and it's something that I guess would be interesting for us to hear about because it's safe to say neither of us really f- struggle with that. It's considering mm. our job is to talk shit for a living mm. um, yeah. in front of a yeah. lot of people. I want to talk about uh, the decision that happened in Ireland a week or so ago. Um, by the time this this episode airs, and I want to just have a conversation about where we're at, mm. why we still haven't moved from the last time we spoke, which about this topic, which I reckon was the very first show we ever did. I was going to say think, that would have been a lot. That would have been well over a year ago now. I think the first show we ever did was about um, equality and marriage equality. So oh, I wow. want to bring that back up again. Can we start with that? Please? Yeah, um, I think I want to just read a recap. And Christiana, it's good to give you a bit of an idea of where the show started. When we first, well, when I first started in radio, there were so many things that I guess I wanted to push from a, I guess, agenda and I suppose my own personal opinions. And then pretty quickly you learn on commercial radio that it's not fucking about you. Mm. It's about the listener for starters. And it also isn't a time for you to necessarily start getting political or start getting too serious. And that's where this podcast really gave a bit of a birth from because it became, I guess, a forum for me and for us to talk about things that we couldn't talk about on the show. Shut up and play a Taylor Swift song. 
Yeah, yeah. And, and that was starting to feel, I went, yeah. oh, my God, I've got into radio to kind of express and now I feel a little bit gagged. And once I realised that there was a combo where I could do this show and then do my other show, there were, you know, the right forums for each type of stuff because everybody loves a fart joke like the next person and that is exactly what you need to be doing at 7.50 on a Monday morning. Mm-hmm. But that's not what we do on this show. Um, so the very, very first topic, the very first gem I ever brought to the table was why do I care about gay marriage so much when I'm not gay? And I guess we sat there and we spoke about it and it made a few of the promos because it was something I was really passionate about. And that was a year and a half ago. And Ireland (laughs) about a week or so ago uh, announced through a referendum, which means for those of you that, I don't know, don't know what the word means, the public voted and they Mm. voted yes to marriage equality. Uh, and they voted yes to gays being able to get married. And I just don't know a year and a half. It's not so much that I thought a year and a half in we would be seeing Australia do it, but we have not moved a fucking inch. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty embarrassing, don't it, you think, being it Australian is. and this being the situation? It is, and, and especially it being Ireland because it is such an overwhelmingly Catholic uh, country, obviously, and, and it was pretty overwhelming in terms of the numbers. I think it was well over 70% actually voted yes for marriage yeah. equality. So it's, I don't know, it's a bit like if Ireland is doing it, Ireland's voted it through and the people of Ireland are voting yes, yet we're not even having the conversations. Our politicians aren't even having that conversation. Well, they refuse, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, Tony Abbott's um, sister, who is a lesbian, was on the project last yeah, week. I saw Talking that. about, <laughs> and she's such a lovely woman, to have that kind of compassion and understanding for her brother. There was no, there was no bitterness in her eyes. There was no hatred. There was no, any any animosity towards him when she spoke about him but I mean it must be so hard that she goes to bed loves her partner she's in a relationship and he publicly says that he doesn't see that it works then it was interesting because this is where I thought I want to talk about it Georgie spoke uh, to Steve Price and they had a bit of a heated argument mm. and Georgie made a really good point he was Steve was like well he doesn't have to think the same way you think and Georgie was like well he, we don't, as a country, we don't have to adopt his thoughts. Mm. It's actually about his voice is for the country, not what he thinks yeah. Yeah. the country wants. And Steve had nothing to say. And the other thing I got from what Georgie had said was she said it's just direct discrimination. It's not even about marriage or equality anymore. It's just that you're not allowed to discriminate against mm. anybody and the rule that we have in place does exactly that. So the law is actually contradictory. Mm. Yeah, and then, but then Steve Price, which I found interesting as well, I was watching the project pretty closely when this came up. I was like, shut up and turn the TV up. <laughs> because when that argument got heated, it actually reminded me because that day that we found out, um, we were talking about it on, on the radio show, the breakfast radio show that I do, obviously we were kind of covering off on it and pretty much everybody here at work was like, yep, you beauty, this is this is amazing and we're kind of so far behind. We, we covered it on the show, but there were people that actually called up the show and that were like, nah, I think it's actually disgusting. I don't support it because we said, what, where, what's your stance on it? Like, is it, you know, majority of people, is it everybody that supports it? And there were a fair few amount of people, which actually shocked me how many people called. Oh, look, we, like, we probably only took about, I don't know, 10 or 11 calls and there was maybe three. Here's an interesting question that for were both against. of Here's yeah. an interesting question for both of you. Do, is there a person in your life that is kind of close to you or I guess you know well that is not for marriage equality? Christiana? 
Uh, no, I can actually think of anyone that would be against it. Um, no. no, no. My dad is a homophobe. Absolutely, he is. And I, I, when it's come on the tally, I've said, "What are you like? What are your? What's your stance on it?" Um, and he's like, "I don't care, so long as you know they keep to themselves." Like that's his. That's so full on, isn't it? Yeah, which yeah. is which is so full on. But you know what? If you asked him that very same question a couple of years ago, I guarantee that wouldn't have been his answer. Which is so bizarre yeah. because he's very behind and he's thinking on a lot of things. It's interesting because it, I yeah. – sorry, oh, go I was on. Gonna say, it makes Australia seem like we are a bunch of, you know, backwards people jumping around in kangaroos, you know, with no idea of what's happening outside the world. It, the fact that we're kind of still along the lines of this, you know, yeah. marriage equality. It's so yeah. true. It's so true. And I think the other the other scary thing is, Christiana, is that it is the reality. Mm. Like what people are seeing, okay, we're not riding kangaroos to work every day, but we do have a, a, a person in, in power who is our leader that does think that it's absurd. And so yeah. even though it may be a stretch at what people think about us as a country, there are elements of it that's true. Like but I, we, think, I think the scary part is it's not just him. Like there's nobody else in there's nobody else within power that's able to that is calling for it to be spoken about within with within our political system. Like even with past leaders and stuff. Like if there were other other leaders that in the past had kind of been all for and it had been you know battered down by other people within politics, you know that'd be then Christy, then at least you could say yeah. What kind yeah, right? of conversation do you have with your dad? Do you let it go because it's kind of a, an argument that you'd never win, or do you kind of challenge him on it? I can't even. There's particular things that I know not to argue with my dad about, and that is one of them. He is very narrow-minded. He can't see anybody else's point of view, and I think a lot of the things that I love him dearly, and he's a very intelligent man, but. I don't know. There's a lot of things that you, you're right. You just go, I'm not even going to bother. Like, because there is just no way that you are going to be able to see where I'm coming from. But look at, I don't know, at, at the end of the day, even he is like, he is for gay marriage. Sure, he wouldn't go out campaigning for it and, you know, waving a rainbow but flag. But if he had to go to vote, he would he vote yes. If he had to vote, I reckon he would vote yes. And that's somebody who's very closed-minded with a lot of things, including... So then, in, yeah. so then in answer to the question, you still haven't got anyone. So you said your dad was kind of no. basically a homophobe, so but yeah. he would still vote He'd yes. He'd still vote yes. So yeah. that's fucking crazy. And, you know, and that's... I can't imagine anyone that would vote no. I don't think I know anyone that would vote no. So it is interesting between the three of us that there isn't anyone that pops into our mind even being so open with your dad like mm. that that you can imagine him going to the voting poll and saying fuck no you can't get married like mm. that's an aggressive yeah. thing like when it comes down mm. to it there's a pretty good chance that even people like your dad Chrissy or people that never thought they would mm. think that way when they got down to it and they actually yeah. asked themselves the simple question they would have to say back to themselves, well, what the fuck does it have to do with me? I can't tell someone else mm. that they can't celebrate love. I th- like well, aggressive is the, is the right word. That's how yeah. I feel about it. It's, it's aggressive. Like who would see two people that are in love and want to share their love and, and, and be against that? Like against well, something yeah. that's encouraging love, which I, seems aggressive. Yeah. I think the thing that fucks me off the most is that have, you, have either of you two caught that show Unmarried at First Sight? 
Oh. Uh, no. Oh, is that that show where they meet someone for the first yeah. time and they're just yes. set up a yes. computer? So yes. it's a, new, it's a yes. new reality show and they're like, oh, it's science and based on, you know, scientific profiling, we're finding the perfect match for people. And, of course, it's a heterosexual couple. And, of course, they're doing exactly that. They get married at the altar. That is the first time they are laying eyes on each other. And I, what I find It's in, like a game. It's, it's like a, a it's, fucking game. Yeah, but they're getting married. They are, is it actually yes, happening? Yeah, yes. it was on, it's on, I think. It's on Monday nights, I yeah, think. Yeah, Monday nights. I think uh, channel, is it Channel, channel 7? Channel 9. Oh, channel fucking, nine. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, the thing that, I don't want to endorse it, the thing that pisses me off the most is that when there are people that are against uh, marry, like uh, gay marriage and um, same-sex equality, often the argument is, I think it makes a mockery of what marriage is. Well, if there is ever going to be a mockery <laughs> of what yeah. marriage is, it's that fucking show. But the fact that it is a man <laughs> and the fact that it is a woman, it is okay. And it's annoying because it's like, you know, you harp on about how sacred the vows of marriage are and, oh, it's, you know, pissing on what is such a beautiful thing. And you just think... In a society, this is digestible and this is made, we've made a freaking TV show out of it that's mm. rating that people are watching mm. and thinking is okay. Like, I just don't understand. Like, isn't marriage supposed to be about the love of two people? And if you're banning two people that love each other very much from doing that, well, isn't that pissing over? I think, what um, I think, and I think before we move on, and I think we're obviously all in agreement here, but I think the thing I wanted to use this time about today was also, if you do have one person, like we've both, we've all gone into our minds and thought, you know, there isn't really anybody. The next time you see them, don't be afraid to challenge. I think everybody needs to just awaken it up a little bit because I don't want it to become dormant where it becomes in 10 years time, people start losing, I guess, the edge and everyone's like, oh, fuck, haven't we discussed this enough? We won't discuss it enough. And it's the same that I feel about feminism and equality. We won't discuss it enough until there's actually a change. There will never be a time where we're discussing it too much. So if there is a time at dinner where someone's like, oh, I don't really see the point or, or I don't really whatever, and you do really strongly believe, challenge them. Like mm. challenge it. Have the conversation. Have the difficult chat. Because I tell you what, I'm not going to feel comfy marrying the man I love and having my best mate stand next to me and he can't do the same. Like it just, It's just not on. Mm. Like It just isn't. And so I think it's really up to all of us. I really do. It's yeah. Not just up to the gays. And I think, if anything, it probably could be up to us more because we're we're the majority. Yeah. So that is why I wanted to raise that again because I think it is something what a year and a half we've never touched on it again. A year and a half, nothing's changed. Yeah. So let's keep yeah. the conversation happening and, and try and do our one little bit, which yeah. is just discuss it. Don't just, oh, I'm not going to touch that. You know, yeah. or maybe, I, that, maybe I'll open up a can of worms. Fucking open it. Mm. Open the worms. Let the worms yeah. go forth into the world. Christiana, you want to have a, have a bit of a yarn about what's on your mind, girl? Uh, yes, public speaking um, and my issues with that. Um, what sort of come up, as I said, a bit more recently because we've been talking about um, how the wedding would unfold and the speeches and whatnot, and in my experience, um, I'm just absolutely horrendous. I, I had to do a talk once about, you know, design inspiration and so on. And I literally got up on the stage and I went bright red 
and then started whispering into the microphone and then randomly screaming at my friend who was looking at me and then kind of ran off stage. I don't mean to laugh, but oh my fucking God, no wonder you've got an issue. That's terrible. I was going to ask you, is there some form of scarring experience? And yeah. Yeah, there is. And I just, it was just, and it was quite easy and I can talk about, you know, design inspiration and all of I've been mm. working in design for like 15 years and I could talk about it for hours and days and weeks. But when I sort of had to get up on stage and saw people looking at me and then suddenly like all information or intelligence just floods out of my body and I can, all I can just hear is like a pee rattling in a can and <laughs> just want to kill myself. Um, <laughs> so that, no, well, not really. It wasn't that. No, know, no, but no. still the expression. It's sort of starting to happen now. I'm starting oh, to like, oh, no, I was going to say, really, but like, if I keep going, I'll end up in this like spiral of. Well, I think you think you will, but I don't theory. think you necessarily will for sure. And I think it's like all fears, right? Mm. You think that you're going to end up in the same place you ended up at that time, but actually, I think a lot of the time, if you keep going, you'll find that the result will be different every time. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It may not ever be seamless. But it certainly, I don't think, will ever be that bad. I just, I mean, what were you screaming at your mate about is what I'm intrigued. Well, I can, because I was just... <laughs> was she laughing at you? <laughs> no, she was just standing there to the left of me, doing nothing, just watching. Yeah. But I just, that was my focus, and I kept looking at her saying, stop looking at me, stop oh, looking no, at babe. me. I was screaming this in front of people who were there to listen to me talk about, like, you know, and it's, it's never really, there's never been a good experience. I've never said, oh, in that time where I did a speech and... You know, my sister's birthday, that was great. That was pretty crap as well. Like, it's always not good. I think it's so, I think it's so, it seems so much worse internally for you than it, like, you're you're already saying that you were rambling with us and there's there's been not at once I've thought that you're rambling, P.S., Okay. Thanks. And, and <laughs> no, but it's true. What, it's like everything we feel self-conscious about, you know. Yeah. What do you what do you reckon it is? Because obviously I was thinking that maybe it's having a group of people in front of you. Because you know sometimes yeah. you can be the most confident, knowledgeable person and you've got one person in front of you or two people people in front of you and you can talk off the cuff and be brilliant. Um and then you put a, a group of twenty people in front of you and that completely changes. Is it yeah, the I think it's is it the people in front? Thing. Because we're not we're not in front of you now. You're on the phone. No, so I'm okay. I'm feeling okay. Like there's no sort of vomit yeah, in my mouth. Yeah, but Christy, we're, 
Chrissy, we're yeah. amazing and making people feel comfortable too. No, but I just wondered. I just wondered whether it was physically seeing people's faces and Maybe. you in, and you yeah. intently reading reading them, thinking, what are they thinking about me? And I thought because point. because you don't have that ability to see us right now, I wondered whether you're actually okay to talk. It's not the fact that you're talking, um, that you freak out when you're talking or you lose your shit. It's the fact that you've got people in front of you that you feel self-conscious about. I think mainly, yeah. Like I think when I find that if I'm in a group of people more than, you know, three or four and I'm talking about a subject openly and everyone's listening, then it starts to get a bit intense for me. Like I, you know, I'm happy to talk to smaller groups, but Mm. I think it's when you see all these people and their eyes are on you and then that just kind of, you know, makes me. And then you start to realise that. Mental case. Mm-hmm. And it re- and you start to realise they're listening. It's interesting, though, what you say, young ladies, because obviously we've done radio on this kind of line of work for many years now, and we started to do live shows about a year ago, and the nerves that we felt, oh, we yeah. both felt when we were going on stage for the first time. Um, and, I mean, OBs and different things are different. I suppose you get used to it. But it, it does add a different element when people are in front of you. I have the most confident, amazing, strong woman of a friend who uh, is in the corporate world. And she has passed out before uh, just mm. from getting nervous. Like literally like had yeah. done speeches before and got to a big room and fainted on stage. Yeah, like, but during that happened. During though that that preparation for our live shows, we kept having to we kept freaking out and saying to each other, it's just like we do all the time. It's just like the podcast. It's just like the podcast. Because I've even had you have male, to remind yourself. I've even had co hosts, Stace, that I've done radio shows with that are the most confident, smart ass, sure of themselves characters. And you get not even a crowd of people like three or four or five people in front of them and they do exactly same thing, even just watching in on the show and they just change. Yeah, mm. it's yeah. true. As soon as it's... there's eyes on you, that kind of, that's the thing that kills me. Like my sister's um, got engaged recently and I was supposed to do a speech at her um, at a party, but um, I'm turning Philip do off. It. Don't be distracted. Don't yeah. be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> and so I had to. Oh my god, he's looking at me. Um, Philip's in the overalls. They're staring at you <laughs> with his little suitcase. Yeah. He's, he's um, puffing cigar smoke in your face as we speak. He's like, wrap this up, bitch. <laughs> um, and yeah, and I could. I, I knew that it probably wasn't a great idea, so I got my fiance to to write a song and sing the speech that oh, I that's couldn't. Not- to her so I got up and I was like I'd like to do a speech I really love oh. you but I can't here's a song and so that's oh, my that's way of so nice. getting through these that's situations. so nice so and it is funny we will say as well before we quickly move on yeah. your business that we've explained and that we've uh, we love and put, often put things on our Instagram about we, which is a, a lot of different products but the candles that say these crazy like expressive type of things that I guess everybody is thinking but not mm. saying very much like our show must be also a way for you to be like I'm going to say what I have to think and I'm going to say it loud mm. through this Yes, and I don't have to look people in the eye and tell them I'm going to burn their fucking house down. Um, (laughs) You can just print it on a sticker and pop it on a a candle. Yeah, for thousands of people to buy and I can hide behind the candle when I don't. (laughs) Hey, just quickly, when Madonna, I need to hear about the Madonna. Oh, yeah. Chris, you're going to ask the same thing. When Madonna reposted that, I mean, what kind of of interest, does the interest change or is it just more of a, well, that's a really amazing thing? Do you actually get contacted by people? Did it change anything? Yeah. 
it, it was it opened quite a lot of doors actually like since around that time and there's such Jewish if you about a month or so his I love Instagram, him on Instagram um, is so funny yeah he posted it and it was just the reaction was ridiculous like um like the next day or so we were just getting inundated with emails from customers in the U.S. wanting to purchase the product because we don't ship to the well we we do now but we didn't ship to the U.S. at that stage and so we sort of quickly set up a distribution situation and now almost half of our online sales are from the U.S. so it's really kind of taken off initially from that and then Madonna and then it kind of went a bit viral that particular candle and it it looks like you know Americans have a a similar sense of humor to Australians, or at least to all the how people many that are of, candles. How many of those candles have you sold? Um, so, I don't know the exact figure, but we, I mean, we sold, we've sold out this run and we've had to do another run of wow. about a thousand good units recently. Wow. Um, so good. And yeah, like it was actually one that I nearly didn't put in the range. Like I was going back and forth with um, the sales agent. I'm like, it is funny. It's so funny. And it's actually on a candle, which, which makes it funny. And yeah. it's talking about a candle. And yeah. she's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And we sort of went back and forth. And I was like, let's do it. And um, it took a little while. And then suddenly people were like, yep. That's, you that's just got to funny. trust your shit, don't you? Like when yeah. you've got that feeling, there was obviously that feeling where you go, no, there's something that even though it's a bit edgy or it's a bit this or that and you're contemplating whether to keep it, like you just got to trust yeah. your, your intuition a bit. That's cool. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very cool, so, and led you to us as well. Yeah, yeah. You're like, oh and my god, dark. that's exactly. Yeah, they're dark and they're the truth <laughs> and their thoughts. Everyone is thinking but not saying that. So I was like, Christy, we've got to get this mole on the podcast. I know, and I call you the candle girl. <laughs> candle girl. I'm actually a jewelry designer originally, but now yeah. I'm the candle girl oh. because of yeah. But you know. That's well, we never thought this podcast would be one of the most places that people would find us. We thought maybe our, our radio shows, you know, <laughs> that whole career thing that we panned out for ourselves. And, and little yeah. did we know that then this little podcast has become probably almost competes the amount of listeners that we've had on our shows. Oh, like, you know so what we need to do? Crazy. We need to just candle this shit. That's what we need to do. We need a viral candle the podcast. candle it. No, I don't you mean candle it. No, I'm saying a joke. Oh. <laughs> candle it. Yeah. <laughs> well you. done. Well, well done. done. Well no, done. there's actually a candle at the moment that says you can't candle the truth. That's one oh, of the, and I, love and it. I was just kind of plugging that at the same yeah. time as a joke. Yeah. Oh, you're Brilliant. Brilliant. Christy, you. Philip went off a thousand years ago. Well, what have you, what's on your mind? There's no candles about acne and there's nothing funny <laughs> about adult acne. I'm experiencing it. I have currently the worst skin I have ever had. And I reckon I reckon when you're a teenager and you're going through puberty, it's kind of like part and parcel of it. You're like, oh yeah. Like it's it's bullshit. And it's it's a really hard time, I think, because you feel like everybody is looking at you, everybody cares what you have to say. And it's an awkward time and your body's going through changes and all this. But I think it's almost like expected and because it's like braces. It's like Mm. everybody's got them at the one time, so it doesn't really matter so much. Or everybody's got shit skin and so do I, so it's crap, but I'll just deal with it. But I think when you're an adult and you feel as though that's in your past and you've gotten through that and everybody else has got clear skin because you're 25 and it's usually what happens, but then you start to have these sudden, intense, really painful breakouts and that's where I've found myself in the last couple of weeks. 
It's just, yeah. it's smashing you know, your confidence. So what are you using? Let's start from the beginning. And then I also want to go through uh, some of the comments we've had on our Facebook page, which we will repost this post and do head to it if you want to talk to other women uh, that have been going through this as like Christy, because there is a huge community of people that are obviously feeling the same yeah. thing. Um, but what is your routine at the moment? Okay. So the routine is I have just a cleanser. It's called Simple. It's mm-hmm. just that really... Oh, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can get it from the supermarket. It's just from the supermarket mm-hmm. or from Priceline or Chemist Warehouse. It's like hypoallergenic. It's got no colour or fragrance. Um, and essentially, that's really all I use on my face. Mm-hmm. And then I use um, like an oil uh, because I saw some a mate put this on Facebook that was like a little bottle of Swiss oil that said, oh, my mm-hmm. God, this changed my skin. I had really bad acne and bad scarring, and this has helped. And it's chamomile and not argan, a Moroccan. I don't know, one of those fucking oils. Yeah, yeah. No, the rose hip, I the think. Ro- yeah, one yeah, of those yeah, yeah. oils. And then I recently went to the waxes, nothing to do with my skin. And she, I went to Alabashe and she said to me, because the light, you know, when you sit under the light and you're getting your eyebrows waxed, mm. it was really confronting because that was the day it was probably the worst. She said, ooh, have you had a reaction? Like as in oh. to a makeup or something because I'd had a really bad breakout on my chin to the point mm. where there was a small cluster of pimples that were so sore and so red and so aggressive and all of them had heads. You know that yeah. awful point of, of a um, pimple when it's at its worst and you've got yellow. It was like a yellow head filled with pus. There was, oh. about, there was about six or seven of them within about a three or four centimeter radius on my chin. And I said, oh, mm. I lied. I was so embarrassed. I said, oh, yeah, I think it's this new makeup that I've been using, which is was a complete lie because I just – she was a dickhead because she was obviously there, 18 is, and shouldn't have handled it that way. It's funny because um, Jodie Hume has written on our Facebook page, she said, look at your diet, and she said the best thing you can do is clean from within. I just thought of that as a point to say, was there anything in your diet that changed when you and Zane moved in together? Like, is there something you eat more of because he eats it? I thought maybe that could be a factor. Yeah, it could also be hormonal. Like, hormonals generally. Uh, well, you uh, went off the pill. I think so. this is what might have a lot to do with the problem, right? So I've I'd been off the pill for probably about eight or nine months. Yeah, Jade Kennedy said recently yeah. go on the pill or change your meds, question mark. Okay. So that's a good point. Too. Okay, so I've been off the pill for nine months. Skin start going crazy right so Mm -hmm. this is nothing has changed within nine months and that's why I was so confused I thought what the fuck this cannot be from the pill I went off the pill nine months ago nine or ten months ago and my skin has hasn't changed until like the last couple of weeks Mm. it had gotten so bad that I actually went to the doctor and when I was going through puberty I never ever had pimples on my chin or my you know back knee or anything like that and at first I actually thought it was a rash I thought because it was in the in the kind of midst of summer and my chest was feeling a bit like bumpy, like sandpapery. Mm. I thought maybe it's a rash from the sun cream. I went to the doctor and he said, it's just pimples. So then I said, what can I do to fix that? He wrote me up for a, a script for the pill. And I'm, and anybody who knows me will know when I talk about the pill, Stace, you kind of roll. Extreme I know. Well, that's it. It yeah. is. Yeah, Stace, you kind of roll your eyes because you're like, oh, stop talking about the pill. Well, no, I, I mean, you haven't for a while. But I mean, uh, Christiana, I think with the pill, though, it could be connected to the hormonal thing that you said. Like, I think that's why they go straight to it because he must have detected that it may be hormonal. But it, it does so much to your body. So mm. to take it just to stop pimples when you could potentially use something. 
like some sort yeah, of natural true. therapy, like true. tea tree oil could potentially clear well, that. Well, a lot of or... people have said tea tree oil. Liz um, Slattery has said diluted tea tree oil and someone else has said, let me look for her name just because I want to give everyone kudos. Uh, Laura has said tea tree oil and someone else has said something about the Body Shop tea tree oil, uh, oh. the Body Shop tea tree products. Well, Danielle yeah. Scott oh. has said tea tree that they It's an antiseptic um, oh. and antibacterial and it sort of dries it up and it naturally sort of deals with it and it's like rather than all those variations of skin washes, that's oh. probably the best. Like with a little bit of water on a cotton pad, I, I think. Yeah, but the, the the weird part was when everyone, the first thing they say is, is it hormonal? Have you gone on or off the pill? And I was like, surely this is not a hangover from stopping taking the pill nine months ago. And I asked that of the doctor. I said, well, I stopped taking the pill nine months ago. Could this be it? And he was like, oh, sometimes it can take about six months to affect. You know, sometimes you start taking the pill and you That's don't. That's a fucking stretch. Yeah, but he actually did say that. He said sometimes it can take six months, like from the cause and effect, from the stopping taking or starting taking it, from whatever side effect that you're having. And anyway, I've had this script for the pill that I know the moment that I start taking it, my skin will probably clear up because I was on this particular pill for years, about six or seven years, and my skin was fine. So I've had this script lying around and, I, and I've, I've been like, I don't want to take it because the reason I stopped taking the pill was I just want to give my body a break, been on it forever. And I've had this script lying around and I, I've been trying to be really strong, was trying to be strong don't about it. it. Don't yeah, do it. Yeah. And you know <laughs> what? Try some other things first before you do it. Too late. A week, a week oh, and a no. half ago, I caved. I was in tears. When I woke up one morning and I just looked in the mirror and I was like, I just can't, do, I actually cannot deal with this. Have so, you been to a naturopath? No, no. That could be a good option as well. I mean, if you want to go down that track and potentially get off the pill again. Has it improved it completely yet? It has. It's cleared up a bit, but there's still bumps. Like it's not smooth like it used to be, like underneath I would, I would skin. go off the pill and try again. Like, and honestly, if mm. you are, and we need to wrap this up, but if you are somebody that has gone through this like Christy, we will repost the photo and the, um, all the suggestions because it looks like if you've got questions or different things that you want to try, a shitload of chicks have uh, have weighed in on this. So um, head to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls, and we'll keep the conversation going there this week. But young mate, maybe you could do it as a bit of a trial. There is one thing. I'm, yeah, I will do that. There is one thing that when I was at the waxer, she suggested this cream. And I have been putting that as a topical cream on the pimples. And it looks, it's like almost like a, a mud or a clag. It's like a, like a, it's like a white cream. It's like really thick. It looks like toothpaste almost when you put it on mm-hmm. that really dries out the pimple and that really calmed down the area. So it's from Alabashe. It's like $35 and you yep. just pop it on at night and then in the mornings you can put it on, but you've got to kind of rub it in so you don't see I it. I think you need something like the tea tree. Like I think you need something natural mm. to be honest, like straight from the beginning. But uh, it is something that obviously so many chicks are going through through um and fuck i just feel i feel almost guilty that i haven't had to because it's just i couldn't believe the comments when that photo went up that there was so many chicks that could that were struggling with it Mm. i think especially as an adult it smashes your confidence because you're like i shouldn't be dealing with this now 
And I think that's where I've been at. So I'll have to read through and take notes yeah. of some of those. Yeah. And we'd love to Tea hear any naturopath. more. Tea tree yeah. and naturopath. Tea tree and naturopath. Well, yeah. I think naturopath is always the first option before anything anything external is shoved into your body. You go natural first. Then if it doesn't work, okay, maybe, I don't know, you've got to do what you've got to do. But I fucking, I think naturopaths will uh, like kind of figure out in your body what's going on inside, not just the external clearance yeah rather than just patching it up and trying yeah. to put something over the problem mm, yeah. yeah but if uh. you are as i said if you are affected by it or you do have other suggestions uh, make sure you weigh in on um on that particular forum we'll post it up this week on our facebook page christiana you survived Yay! Yay! <laughs> you're Did brilliant it- you were uh, brilliant. It's just did like, you like my joke, my oh. candle joke. <laughs> we did loved you candle, it. Did you candle it? Yeah, we could candle it, babe. If you want to put uh, her candle joke in your house and burn it and smell lovely, all you need to do is head to damselfly.com.au is where you can find her um, and her ridiculous range of goodies because it isn't just candles. There's lots, there's truckloads of stuff on the website. Um, congratulations on everything you've done. We're, we're really proud of you. Like, it's an amazing Aww. achievement of Thank everything you. you're doing. And Thank we love you. anyone doing edgy stuff. Mm. Oh, Thank you. That's so nice to say. If you want to listen to any other shows, please head, as I said, to iTunes or podcast.thinkagirl.com.au. Uh, we also have a truckload of video stuff that's on that might make you giggle. So head to the YouTube channel at The Thinker Girls. And you can also find us on Facebook, as we've said, facebook.com forward slash Thinker Girls. Okay, lovely. Well, good luck with the wedding. Let us know how the speech Thank goes. You. Thanks for uh, having me. Mm, no yeah, let worries. us know. We'd love to know. Yes, I will. Maybe it'll be filmed and it'll become a YouTube sensation. Well, I think it will be filmed. It's your wedding. <laughs> oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> All right, bye, chicks. Okay. Bye. See you later. Bye. Bye. Coming up next week on Think A Girl, the podcast. Lana Meltzer joins us. She's an actress, she's a writer, and she's a star of her new theatre production. It's called From Here to Maternity. And you know what? Add this to her CV. She's also a mate of your stakes. Oh, yeah. She joins us and chats to us about what her friendships were like after she had her first baby boy. Look, I think prior to having kids, being around those that did have kids, I would not fully understand it. So I try yeah. to be aware and yeah, sympathetic yeah, yeah. and... But I, I guess at the end of the day, looking back now, having had the kid, I'm like, wow, I really had no clue. Were you eavesdropping on this conversation? Follow the Thinker Girls at facebook.com forward slash thinkergirls or thinkergirltv on Twitter. Psst, hey you, you're looking for some more? Well, clearly they're sticking around <laughs> for something. Well, we've got, what have we got, Christy? What do we got to give them? Go to our YouTube channel, YouTube dot com forward slash the thinker girls there's heaps of cool videos up there yeah 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 yeah. some live shows of this podcast we've got <laughs> what else have we got cool we've girl got... stuff yeah. <laughs> 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 just head there youtube.com forward slash the thinker girls <laughs> can we start whispering now okay that sounded really creepy <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.